I can't believe we have made it this far. We have officially entered the celebration zone for our one year podcast anniversary. Yes, it has been one solid year of weekly shows here on the Inside Story podcast. I'm so excited. And we are kicking things off by asking our amazing listeners to share your big takeaways from the show. And we've made it super easy for you to do this. Number one, you can write us a review. The easiest way to do this is go to ratethispodcast.com slash story. Once again, that is ratethispodcast.com slash story. And then just tell us what you think. Tell us what your favorite episodes are. What have been your biggest takeaways? What do you love about tuning in to our shows every week? Or you can screenshot your favorite episode from your app and just simply share it to your social media by tagging us at Lightbeamers. We are at Lightbeamers on both Facebook and Instagram. So that's pretty easy for you to do. So we would love to just hear from you. What have you loved about the Inside Story podcast? What have been some of your favorite episodes? What are some of your big takeaways? And even more importantly, what are you learning about your own story as you tune in every week? So stay tuned for more celebrations on our social media channels. Again, we are at Lightbeamers on both Instagram and Facebook, and we will be doing some prize giveaways in the coming weeks. So if you do give us a review on ratethispodcast.com or you tag us and share something about the podcast on your social media, you will automatically be entered to win. We are giving away some nice cash prizes and some super cool Lightbeamer swag as well as a few bonus story sessions with me. I really look forward to giving those away. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Literally, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in each week. Every written review, every download, every subscribe, every share that you do helps us get our little podcast out into the world to more women. And it just helps us, um, you know, get discovered so that other people can benefit from what we are sharing here every week on the Inside Story podcast. We are so excited and energized to keep going for another year and beyond. Now, let's talk about today's show with my amazing guest, Lynette Pottle. Lynette and I have known each other on the internet for probably five years, I'm guessing now. We met inside another Facebook group, and I quickly singled her out as my kind of girl when I found that her brand was built around this entire community she had created called Positivity Nation. I mean, hello, Positivity Nation. Yes, we need that. Lynette is a Jack Canfield certified trainer and coach, and you're going to hear in this episode, a big piece of her story has to do with Jack Canfield as her mentor. And you're also going to hear about how writing for one of his collaborative books in his community set her on a journey to become a two-time author, a TEDx speaker, and a newly minted publisher. In fact, Lynette is the publisher who approached me several months ago about writing a book for Lightbeamers and inviting other women to co-author it with me, which I thought was such a brilliant idea. And by doing that, 
we get the opportunity of taking these women on a journey to becoming first-time published authors themselves. How cool is that? We're going to share more about that project in our conversation today. Lynette's mission at Positivity Lady Press is to awaken the possibilities in the lives of women through inspirational self-help and personal development books. There is just so much synergy between her mission and mine, which is to equip and empower women to share their story and elevate their voice. So if you have any sliver of a whisper in your little head about writing a book or sharing your story, listen up. This episode is for you. I mean, at this point, I just got to stop talking and cue the intro so that we can get right into this juicy episode on writing and publishing with Lynette Pottle. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, 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 Light Beamers and Inside Story podcast listeners. Here we are again with another episode of the Inside Story podcast today, joined by my good friend and now officially a collaborator inside the Light Beamers community, Lynette Pottle. So happy to have you here, and I can't wait to to really uncover some good inside stories today, especially as it pertains to the world of writing books and publishing books. And I know this is a topic a lot of people will be interested in. I'm super excited to be here. I've been just counting the days till we get together. I know. Thank you. Well, you, you have a lot going on and we have been talking about uh, getting you on the podcast <laughs> for a little while because um, number one, initially we started this conversation about coming on the show because you were getting ready to release a book that is now out there called Small Steps, Big Shifts. So we're going to talk about that. But since that time, you and I have also uh, started a really powerful collaboration inside of our Live Beamers community with a book collaboration. So we're also going to talk about that um, too on this episode, because I think it really ties in to just this overall inside story that I would love for us to peel back the curtain on today, which is just the what is it like really to become an author, to write books? And then even from your side of things, also, you know, the publishing side of things, because you also have your own publishing company called Positivity Lady Press. So we are going to dive into all of that. But first, let me just back up a little bit, um, even though I gave a little intro in the beginning, uh, let people know a little bit more about this this foray 
this path <laughs> that you ended up going into around writing books and, and publishing your concepts. I mean, as a, as a business strategist and a life strategist, you work with a lot of women, you help a lot of women with their uh, productivity, mindset, just um, operations, uh, you know, well-being. I know that's another thing you talk a lot about is well-being, and that comes up a lot in this book. Um, where did that start to get funneled into this idea around writing and publishing books? Yeah, it's really interesting because I didn't know anybody that wrote books. When the, when this seed was planted, um, I had, back in 2010, I had gone through some really challenging, dark times and had started this community online back in the days before there were Facebook groups called Positivity Nation. And that community grew to nearly 16,000 people. And it was really through that journey that had me even thinking about, well, maybe I have something to share. Maybe I do have something to share. And I created this little e but it wasn't even an ebook. That's generous. It was a PDF. <laughs> it was a PDF. And I didn't know how to create it into anything other than a PDF. But life got busy. I started doing other things and I kind of set the idea of that aside. I ran content in my local newspaper every week. I did a year of positive action that showed up in a column and I started getting great feedback about it. It was just a little thing, but people would come in and tell me these stories about how it impacted them, you know, personally or what it was like for another person when they did an act of kindness or all of these beautiful stories. And so that just really stuck with me that maybe this could be something. Fast forward a bit and I was in a mastermind group and there was a woman who was actively working on a book. And the leader of the group had said to her, you can write this book in 30 days. And I'm like cheering her on and, you know, I'm an enthusiastic cheerleader. Yes, you can do it. And then all of a sudden the tables turned <laughs> <laughs> and the leader looks to me and says, and you can too. And it's like, put on the brakes because like, you don't know what's going on in my life. Uh, no, this is not a possibility for me. This is the internal dialogue. Of course, I handled it a, a little better uh, in the moment externally, but that was all the internal story. They're just like, that is a joke. There is no way. There was something kind of percolating this idea for a book, but I didn't have any structure to it. And how would I get it published even if I did write it? Mm -hmm. But she planted this spark. And then I, you know, this is years later after I had this little PDF and I got thinking that file exists somewhere. Maybe I can't write the book, but maybe I could do a book. I have all this material. I do not have people that I know today that are authors. And you know what? Self-publishing -pub is so much more accessible than it was. And mm -hmm. man, I know an editor and I know a book designer. Like this just happened organically over the course of growing my own business. And um, growing my network and circle of women uh, that I spent time with. So it's like, oh, okay, let me find this. Well, lo and behold, this file was on an old laptop 
<laughs> that had, you know, it given me that uh, blue screen of death, you know, you, you know, you can't access anything. And I had bought a new laptop, but I never got rid of it. I guess it's the good thing that it's not easy to get rid of e-waste because I would have lost all of that. So I had this tucked away. I found it somehow or another. I remembered the password to get into it like a lightning bolt. I got on and extracted the file from that information. And that was the basis for my first book, Small Steps, Big Impact was that information. And it was a little more than 30 days between the time that I found that or had the idea and I published it, but it was just over 60. And wow, talk about empowering. Um, it was just to realize and to put some context around this for everyone um, that's listening and, and doesn't know me or any of my backstory. I live in a teeny tiny town in rural Maine with 525 other people. You know, we don't have lightning fast internet. There's a lot of limitations. The editor and the book designer that I mentioned happened to live within an hour proximity of me. Like, go figure. Yeah. Um, so these people were there before. I just didn't know them. Yeah. And I think that's powerful because there are so many excuses we give ourselves and for me, it was a lot of limiting beliefs as well around people like me don't do things like this. Um, you know, that whole story, I, I'm sure there's somebody listening, nodding their head. Um, so it was it was very empowering. And I probably never would have had the courage even to move forward with that if it obviously Jamia the leader of that mastermind. And, and I acknowledge her and the dedication to that book for the role that she played in getting that out into the world. Um, so for her prompting, but also having a little bit of previous exposure to what it might be like to um, be in a book because I was part of a collaboration. So I didn't have to worry about publishing the book. All I had to do was write a chapter um, but I got my feet wet and pulled back the curtain around what publishing might be. So it took the edge off. And then with Jamia's little nudge to say, you can do this on your own, like fly, butterfly, fly, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can do this. Um, so it was a culmination of all of that. It's funny. It's it's a true story. My st All of my story is one of those things where you look back and you can connect all the dots, mm -hmm. the things that you can't see in the moment. Yeah. But when you look back, it's so clear. It's like meeting this one person or being in this one place. It, it could be a simple mindset shift, how it changes the trajectory of your life. It is powerful stuff. And I love the fact that you can look back on that and see it. You know, I think a lot of people kind of uh, still have some unconsciousness around the things that have happened in their lives and they don't stop and look back and actually appreciate and try to find those breadcrumbs and try to find those connectivity dots. Uh, because uh, for me, that's storytelling and that's really letting that story, um, well, kind of reconciling pieces of your story, mm. especially things, you know, along the way that at the time I'd have felt weird or out of place or totally like a failure or a misstep or well, any of those things that we might have had some sort of negative energy around, right? If you don't ever stop and look back, you never get to resolve that. Right. And so it's in the looking back and going, oh my gosh, that's why that had to happen. Because then I would have never done X, Y, Z had that not happened. And that totally makes sense now. 
Um, so I love that you are in a place of appreci appreciation and looking back and seeing those all those little bitty things that connect and all the different way stations of your life that have led to, you know, a variety of things, but certainly in this story, you know, leading you to this, this uh, space of writing books and publishing books. And we have, you know, definitely we're going to circle back around to that collaboration book because that's a, like an open loop. I'm going to leave on a table for a second until we talk a little bit more about what you and I are doing now. But I want to stay with this book for a minute because your first book, Small Steps, Big Impact, and then now the second book that you just released, which is the most recent one out on the shelves, is called Small Steps, Big Shifts. Um, so tell me a little bit about where were you coming up? What's the meaning here behind these small steps, big impact, small steps, big shifts? What are you, what's the message you're trying to share with your audience in these two books? Yeah. And, you know, I think just in general, there's so much focus in our society on, and definitely in the entrepreneurial world <laughs> about yeah. the big leap. Everything is about big, bold, you know, Quantum. Yes. Yeah. It's like, that's what you hear all the time when in truth, and, and that works for some people and it excludes a whole lot of others when that's all we focus on. And my belief in philosophy and experience is when you can take small, consistent steps, you can build a tremendous runway that makes it possible for you to fly, right? It leads to all of those big things. You don't have to give up your job and not have any savings and hope and pray that that this business is going to work. Like to me, that doesn't make good sense to somebody else. It might. Um, and to those people, that's really not my audience. Right. But mm -hmm. I, for me, it's about encouraging and empowering people to know that no matter where you are in life, no matter what's going on in your business, that you can, if you can commit just to this next step, like one step at a time, it's important to have a big vision. That's awesome. It gives you direction. It's kind of your compass. But then just kind of set that aside and you're going to revisit it periodically. And then just focus on the doing. Like I know that if I do this plan, if I do this step today and I do it again tomorrow and I do it again for the next mm -hmm. month, like that is going to move the needle. I have faith and knowledge that that is going to get me where I want to go. And so taking those small steps, both of these, the books that I've written have been really focused. The first one, what, like I said, came from the manuscript. That manuscript is a generous word. Again, it's um, <laughs> a little PDF, you know, the, the PDF <laughs> file, the um, articles in the newspaper. And it was focused more simply from the perspective of positivity, bringing more positivity in your life. It was part of the whole work that I was doing and focused on with Positivity Nation. When it came time to release this book, when I was, and honestly, I didn't have a fervent desire or a big grand plan to be releasing Small Steps, Big Shifts. Um, it came about because I was working on another book and I, a meteor book, let's just call it that, a meteor book. And I got about 85% through it 
the content's really good. I'm feeling really good about it until I wasn't. And then I started feeling this energy around it that was just struggle. It was heavy. It was, um, it just was internally what I kept feeling is it's not the right time. It's not the right time. This is the message that I'm, I don't know, that's being channeled to me, my inner wisdom. Maybe it was self-doubt. Like, I can't really quantify what it was, but the message was clear. The timing is not right. And I I was pretty committed. Like, 80, 85% of the book done. Yeah. I mean, 85% I'm, I've written a lot of words. I've already had the cover designed and I've released the cover to all of the world to see. <laughs> I've been talking about this book that's going to be released. And now it's like, um, no, I'm not going to do it right now. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like the right topic at the right time. I'm, I'm just going to set it aside. And it's not that I'm never going to publish it, but it left that place of like, okay, I do still feel called to put something out into the world. And what is it? What do I put out into the world? So where I started was I thought, well, um, Small Steps, Big Impact came out. It was my first book. I had all these big dreams. And it came out in hardcover and full color. And like, note to self, not the best choices economically. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, it's what I, you know, it's, it was a learning process. It's what I wanted to do, but I never put it out in paperback. So my thought process started with, I think that's what I'll do. I, I think I'll just do a paperback version. And when I really pulled it back out to take a good look at it, cause that came out in 2018. Um, so this year when I pulled it out and was looking at it, it's like, mm, this really, it needs some different context. And it needs, there's some things that need to be different. I don't, like, it just feels not enough anymore. So I thought, well, I'll just make some tweaks. That's fine. I'll make some tweaks. Well, one of the things that um, listeners may or may not know is if you change more than 30% of your manuscript, you need to get a new copyright. So then I thought, well, geez, if I'm, I was definitely more than 30%. So it's like, I might as well just like really take a dive into this. And what is it that I'm going to change? And I did keep a few things. There are some things and the feel of the book is mm -hmm. very similar because it is yeah. small steps. Um, yeah. But what I was able to do is frame it up in the context of happiness and well-being. And I think there's mm -hmm. such a need for that right now. The pandemic has taken such a such an incredible toll on people's mental health. And I'm not a therapist. Um you know, or, or anything like that. I'm a, a well-being advocate is what I think of myself. And I, through all the things that I've learned, positive psychology and the work of uh, particularly Dr. Um, Seligman, Martin Seligman, gave me some context to say, yes, I can reframe this and put this using his, what he calls his PERMA model. Um, and, and that's what I use to guide people through. And the other different thing that I decided to do with this book is it's like, you know, a book is a static thing and I'm, I'm writing and publishing nonfiction and things like there's more that I want to share that maybe I don't want to put out in a whole book. There's resources I want to be able to share that 
I don't want to go stagnant. So what I did was I put in what I call booster steps, which lead people to an online resource where they like I'm keeping that up to date with maybe there's new research or an article or a TED talk, or maybe there's I also have training in there. Um, you know, some of the things in the book go to the heart of and core of the training that I do with clients. So I've got training in there. Um, so it feels really good and cohesive to know that it, it all it all really came from this little acorn. And this year and releasing this, it was pretty symbolic for me because, like I said, coming out of the pandemic, um, it, it was a it was a challenging time for me as well. I had a wild roller coaster ride. You know, I had tremendous. Um, I gave a TED talk, a TEDx talk mm-hmm. during the pandemic, you know, a lifetime goal, check the box. And with that, what came from for me is also a tremendous dip into the valley after. I'm mm-hmm. I'm someone who experiences highs and lows very intensely. Mm-hmm. And when Brene Brown talks about vulnerability hangovers, I had a major, major one. And also we had some loss in our family. I lost my, um, my dear aunt who is, you know, she was like my mother and we lost my mother-in-law and I never really allowed myself to process that grief. And so on top of the vulnerability hangover, there is all of this grief and part of pulling myself out of it. And it, I, it's probably, it was as low. I've been through some rough stuff, but it was a different kind of low. Um, I deactivated my Facebook account. I totally withdrew. And that's a big deal for me because, you know, I've been on Facebook heavily since 2010. So it it was a big deal. You know, my husband was concerned about me. (laughs) Uh, You know, it was a big deal. It was obvious. So in and dusting off this information and pulling this book out, not only was I supporting other people and all of the readers, I'm living how this works, right? It is, uh-huh. there's no better definition of walking, walking the talk. I mean, truly, it's what pulled me up and out was this information. Well, I so get so much of what you just said. Um, This is why I think you and I have been friends and connect. We connected online. Thank goodness you were on Facebook. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, we've we've been friends for quite a while now and you've been in my community and I was in Positivity Nation, all those fun things. But um, the feeling of the the highs and lows, I've I've written about this in the past and I've talked openly, pretty openly about it as well that I also am someone who feels when they're high, I'm high. And when I'm low, I'm low. And while I don't consider myself someone who is, you know, depressed, I mean, that's not how I would, I, it's not, uh, I guess, a label or anything like that that I identify with. There's without question times that I feel deep depressions, you know, like those, mm-hmm. those, those really low valleys. Um, thankfully, I have tools like you do that get me out of them. Um, I also really understand this vulnerability hangover that Brene Brown does talk so much about. Um, and 
it just all of that really resonates. And so when you're in that space, right, and I think this will resonate with a lot of other people listening, Mm. because we do experience that like this is life is modulated. It's not even the most well balanced life and the the people that have the best well being, right, we modulate. And Mm. when we're modulating, going back to what you talked about at the very beginning, taking those big giant leaps and Mm -hmm. having quantum shifts in our life seem overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I resonate with what you're doing in this book. And the book itself is just full of bite-sized actionable steps that you can put on repeat in your life and create habits and routines around um, that allow you to just, kind of like dig yourself back out of, you know, that space of whatever Mm -hmm. you might be feeling at that time to help us kind of modulate back to the middle (laughs) and then create positive change and impact to get us feeling not only good about ourselves and what we're doing in the world and how we're showing up, but then also it does have an impact. It has, it goes back to that small steps, big impact. It has an impact on other people but they are they're just small shifts, well, small steps that create those big shifts that help us move back in to a place of momentum. So anyway, that's how I, I definitely resonate with, with kind of how this book has, was your own manual uh, of doing that. <laughs> and it's such a gift to, to other people who may also experience life the way that you and I do. Um, It's just, it's just not, I'm not an even killed person. I've never claimed to be. (laughs) I've always said that. (laughs) I'm not your even killed sister over here. I definitely feel very, you know, strongly. And uh, sometimes those, those emotions can be kind of wacko. And, and we all are okay. We need, we need to normalize that. It's okay. That's right. It is. And I think that's a good point, like to normalize that, that it's okay. So people see me as a positive and optimistic mm-hmm. person that's the, the side that they see it and it's really it has been important for me to say like that is a part of my life and that is not the only thing in my life I do have you know there is ebb and flow and one of the things that I hope I've achieved in this book is to give people it isn't a blueprint right mm-hmm. it is it's kind of like a smorgasbord mm-hmm. it's like here are some ideas get curious about it, try them on, see what it sparks for you, you know, and one little thing can shift into awakening another whole side of you or change your perspective about things. Um, So that's, that's my hope of what I've accomplished in the book. Yeah. So I want to feed back into that open loop we left earlier, which is around, um, you know, how this all started for you writing and you finding the courage to write was around this um, collaboration book that you Mm -hmm. did. I happen to know it was in the Jack Canfield community. You are a, um, you've studied under Jack Canfield. He's been a big mentor in your life, Uh, but you had an opportunity to, to collaborate and write a chapter in one of his success university books. Um, Talk a little bit about that experience because not only do you write books now, you are also, uh, you've created your own publishing company. Mm-hmm. And I've heard you share this story um, a lot lately, that, that that was a big stepping stone that kind of opened a lot of doors for you. And it opened your eyes to what was possible when you participated in that collaboration book. 
Yeah. So can you tell a little bit about that story? I can, I can. And actually it, it wasn't Jack's book. It was, um, the women that led that book were master trainers, were certified trainers under Jack. His community is very tight knit. If you are in one of his certified trainers, which I'm grateful to say that I am, um, it is a very, very tight knit loving community. Um, So I'm grateful to be part of that. So what happened was I, um, the year that this happened, I had put on my vision board uh, best-selling international, no, best-selling author. Number one best-selling author is what was on my vision board. But really, I didn't uh, totally believe that that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes when you're creating your vision board, what you're doing is you're thinking big and audacious. You aren't necessarily thinking you're not in that small step space. It is. It's the time to dream big, and I definitely didn't know the how, but I knew the what. There was a desire. There was a desire. And um, I happened to be on the phone one day with my accountability partner, who was a a fellow trainer with Jack's program. And we checked in with each other every day. And that particular day, she just in passing mentioned about what she needed to do for this collaboration book that she was going to be in. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I haven't heard about this. Tell me about this. Um, and the conversation led to are they accepting authors? Like I never had would have considered that would never be a goal of mine to be part of a collaboration book because I didn't know it was such a thing. Yeah. That's the sad truth of it. Like that wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. Um, but as it turned out, she's like, I I think I'll I'll let Jan know. And uh Jan Frazier, she gave me a call and yeah, this sounds like a good match. So off we go to the races. I put down my deposit, signed my contract and immediately wondered what the hell I had just done. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Because the reality was like, oh, like my perception was all of these other accomplished women that were part of the book, I was going to be the weakest link. Yep. Right. It's, oh my gosh, all the limiting beliefs. It was like, I, I'm sure I was green. I was sick to my stomach. (laughs) Um, And also what I've come to know is those moments usually are transformational moments. Those are usually breakthrough moments. Those are where I am so far out on my growth edge (laughs) Um, that something good is going to come of it. But I'll tell you, it didn't feel good in the moment. It was, it was uh, immediate like buyer's remorse. Well, and I imagine, of course, we don't know this for sure, but maybe <laughs> maybe other authors have shared this with you that were a part of that same collaboration book. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I guarantee you, every single one of those other women thought the same thing. <laughs> they were also having an oh crap moment and what the hell have I just done? And I'm the weakest link and I'm going to be found out. Like, Yes, total imposter syndrome. Yeah, because I think that's really, really, really common. Yeah, you know, and and so we all feel it, but when we feel it, we we feel it completely in an isolation chamber. We mm. think we are the only ones, but we're yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm grateful for in that process was that I did have Nanette. I'm Lynette. She's Nanette. Um, my partner is. 
I did have her so I could lean in and we could kind of talk through what we were feeling, not just the dynamics of what are you writing and what are the mechanics of it. It could be like, this is really coming up for me. Uh, Like, tell me I'm not crazy. Or just to be that support system for each other. It was, that was huge. That was huge. Yeah. And how pivotal that is to have that support. You were so lucky that you already had that relationship established and y'all both went on that journey together. And at the end of the day, you got to be a published author for the first time, which obviously led and opened up these doors for you to go write these other books that you have written and that you will continue to publish. Yeah. So the result of that, and there were 20 women, um, I think from I don't remember if it was six or seven countries. So it was an international book. And we did earn number one international bestseller distinction for Success University um, for women in leadership. Uh, So that's amazing. Pretty cool. I mean, that's a confidence booster, if nothing else. It gave me confidence. It wasn't just in the achievement, it was in my ability to Mm -hmm. take feedback and to follow through and to not quit. Because let me tell you, you know, they, they talk about a first draft. Everybody talks about this first draft. I had 17 or 18 first drafts because <laughs> yeah. I would think that it was ready. Okay, I'm ready to submit it. And then I'd read it the next day. And it's like, no, this isn't quite it. Or I'd share it to get feedback. And it would be, well, this, do you have another story that might demonstrate that better? Right. So I had to be very coachable through the process. And, and thankfully, I had the tools and the mindset to be able to do that. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably would have quit. But um, it was a very rewarding, fulfilling experience that that boosted my confidence, not only in my ability to write into what eventually ended up to publishing, um, but just how I showed up in the world like Mm -hmm. that this small town girl who grew up in poverty, who was a teenage mother, um, that I that I was worthy of this and I was capable of this. So, so um, good. Yeah. So, so good. And so this leads us into a big way to what you and I are now working on, which I'm so excited about um, because you, you came to me um, first of all, for those of you that don't know, I lead this um, storytelling symposium every year. It's a speaking event and usually it's a live event in person. This past year we let it virtually and I had, you know, Lynette did have a big year in, in 2020 as she she uh, not only had released her first book, I believe in 2019, 2018, 2018, 2018, yep. and then she followed that up with a TED talk, um, which was a TEDx talk, which was pretty amazing in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. And I had just seen her, you know, like I said, being connected with you and watching you and just cheering for you and celebrating your successes that you were continuing to have. Um, I invited Lynette to come and be a key speaker, a key um, featured speaker at our storytelling symposium. So we got to work together a little bit this past year in planning that symposium. And then after that, you eventually came to me and you're like, you know, you had this idea of of using um, your experience and what you had done with the Success University book of this collaboration book and all the things that it did for you in building that confidence and sort of showing you the ropes of writing and publishing and everything you needed to know to go then write your own books and publish your own books. 
And you brought me this idea of like, let's let's do this with your women in your community. Obviously, I'm I'm all about storytelling and getting women to <laughs> share their story. And I was like, it was one of those moments where I'm like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> why did I not think of that? Like, this is so good. Why haven't I, why have I not thought of it? Well, the reason I have not thought of it is because I have not been through that process. I myself am am not a published author. You know, I've published some articles, I've written things, I've obviously had other areas of success in my career, but writing and publishing a book is not something I've accomplished. So I can see now, like it is, I needed someone like you to bring this to me. I needed that door to be opened. I don't know that I would have thought of it, um, maybe eventually, but I didn't. And so when you brought this to us at Light Beamers, it was an immediate yes, 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 yes. And very quickly, I mean, it's kind of shocking, uh, but it's not shocking because when two women get together, we're determined, man, get out of our way, right? Because we really, we like inside story, you guys, Lynette came to me the day before I was going on a two-week vacation. So my mind was already in Mexico the day that Lynette (laughs) brought this to me. (laughs) And I'm like, uh. Not ideal timing, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. Because this is kind of like a large idea. This is not a small thing. This is not like, hey, let's go do a speaking engagement together. No, this this was big. And the goal was like 20 to 30 women. It's a nine month long process. You know, like it's a big deal to write and publish a book and launch it out into the world. It's why um, most people are still sitting there with that idea sitting on their vision board, right? They just have not ever done it because there is a lot of moving parts. And so I came back from vacation and I did think about it on vacation. Um, And then I came back and we had a, a very detailed discussion and within two weeks of that that discussion after my vacation, we have 14 women enrolled in this brand new program that we have released called the Light Beamers Author Program. And we have 14 women that have come forward and kind of raised their hand to say, I'm ready to share my story and I want to be a part of this project and I want to be a part of this book. And that, and so we are creating our own collaborative book, just like you did with inside the, the Jack Canfield community. And we're going to be doing that for light beamers. And we, we've already started, like this was our first week. It was our kickoff week. And, you know, nine months roughly from now, ideally, we will have a book in our hands that will be published through your publishing company, Lynette's publishing company that she has also created along with all the other success that she's had called Positivity Lady Press. And it feels just like the best thing I have done in a long time. Like it feels so good. You know, I'm so excited for these 14 women. I'm so excited for them and myself to walk this journey and learn the process of writing and publishing to kind of peel back that curtain and really see how it's done so that we can demystify all the excuses in our head that keep us from doing things like, well, I don't know the first thing about publishing or where would I find a publisher? I don't know how to find an editor. I don't even know what to write about, right? Like we're going to be helping these women with all of those things. Um, 
and I get to do story coaching. You get to help do the story coaching and demystify the whole publishing process. You're going to be walking us through step-by-step this process. I mean, talk about a full circle moment, I think, for you too, (laughs) because you shared publicly this week out on your social media what a big deal this is for you too. Clearly, it's a big deal for me and like what I want to do. And to me, it just... It, it was so obvious in terms of the mission that we have here at Light Beamers to help women share their stories and elevate their voice. But it's for you, too, because this is furthering your mission also. So tell me a little bit about how you feel about this. Yeah, it, it's a super big deal for me because part of it is that I'm stepping into a bigger part of my vision. I remember when I first, um, you know, when I had first created the imprint for Positivity Lady Press, and I had just started to kind of talk about it, and my book was going to be published, and that was going to be the imprint. And someone said, oh, so you can publish books for other people. And I'm like, "Uh, maybe in the future, maybe in a couple of years. That's what I said, maybe in a couple of years. This was 2018, so that would have been 2020. And even in 2020, it wasn't solidly on my radar, And just as the universe works in divine timing, it was just, um, it was conversations. It was being at the symposium, part of my introduction. I don't know if you even remember this, but part of my introduction is you called me a publisher. Uh I hadn't fully claimed that yet. Mm. I did not know that. I mean, I knew, I I mean, I do remember calling you. (laughs) That is a good inside story because uh, you never told me that. I I, I saw you as a publisher because you are a publisher. You know, you had published your own books under your own imprint. You, you had a publishing company. But I hadn't fully claimed it. So that's part of what this represents to me is fully stepping into this next level vision of how I can, because for me, my value system, it is like everything that I do is about empowering women. That is at my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, My core, my number one character strength is love of learning. And part of that in turn is in teaching. And so Mm -hmm. in putting this program together, it's, it's pure joy for me Mm -hmm. and it comes so easily. So it might sound like, oh my gosh, you put this together in two weeks. Well, not <laughs> like we enrolled people in two weeks, but I had built out mm-hmm. pieces of you this. Um, it wasn't like I was starting from scratch. And with a background in human resources, I already knew a lot about and creating online courses and those things. But so it's taking that and it's it's elevating. So Elevate Your Voice, the name of our book that will be coming out, your book, the Light Beamer book. Um that's coming out. And this is elevating my voice in a way, Mm -hmm. as far Mm -hmm. as just, um, just owning it, just owning it, that I have the ability and the skills and the desire and the passion and the heart for this work. And in moving up to that next level, how many more people I can help touch. And to me, that is, that's what it's all about. Well, I love that inside story because I did not know that piece. And I love that it is elevating your voice in the process of us elevating. It's elevating my voice um, at Light Beamers and doing the work that I do and getting to, to 
be a part of this book and lead lead the vision of this book. Um, it's elevating the 14 women who have also signed on to share a piece of their story, a big piece of their story in this book. Um, and it will elevate the the voices, I we hope, and our, our desire in it, in publishing it and getting it out into the hands of other readers is that it will spark the idea and the desire in other women mm-hmm. to go and elevate their voice in whichever way they choose to do that, whatever that means to them. So it is a ripple effect. And, you know, I can see it started way back in that, in that, in that conversation with your accountability partner of, Oh, I'm going to go have this meeting about this collaboration <laughs> book. Had that not happened. I don't think we would be talking about this. I don't today. either. Yeah. And that's, again, talk about those breadcrumbs and the little things of connectivity, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just never know, but those are the things that connect. Those are the things that got us where we are here today. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and, you know, same is true on my side. I could look back and say, well, if I hadn't done that, then, you know, we wouldn't be here. So um, I, I just, I'm so excited about this and I'm, just, I, there's just no one better suited for me to align with than someone known as Positivity Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And someone that I value and trust and admire greatly for all the good work that you do in the world. And, um, you know, you've been such a valuable member of our community and a cheerleader of mine. And and I just think that what you're putting out into the world, whether it's your own writing, uh, whether it's new adventures with publishing and not just publishing your works, but now the works of other people. And I think this is just, I mean, obviously this is just the beginning. You're going to. It, it definitely feels that it feels like that moment when you know that you're in flow, like, yeah. you, like everything comes easy. That's the space. And it feels so good. Oh, <laughs> so I'm well, excited. It's, yeah. Gosh, it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this project, which is why we were able yeah. uh, to, to do so much in two weeks, um, you know, really pull it together and get all the ideas. You, you, you had done a lot of legwork before you came to me and you definitely had a lot of it put together. So, you know, definitely want to give you the credit for that. It, but still, because this was such a project that felt so good and it was mm-hmm. so, so in alignment and that flow was present, that is how we were able to let me talk about making a, taking a big, a big step, <laughs> big impact, big shift, all those things. That was not a small step. This is one of those moments where this was not, this was a quantum step situation, but um but, you know, it is it is one of those things that's going to have an impact and a ripple effect that I feel really, really good about. And I'm just so excited. So you guys will definitely be hearing more about um, Elevate Your Voice on the podcast and inside the Light Beamers community. Um, we will be having um, all 14 of the authors on the show at some point over the course of the next nine months <laughs> and featuring them so that everyone can get to, to know them better and hear more of their story, too. Because these women will each be writing one chapter, right? One chapter each um, that will connect to the bigger vision of the book and the message of the book. But gosh, they've got big stories of their own. They've got big things to share. Um, And I really look forward to just letting this be a tool and a vehicle for them to 
to elevate their own voice and get that message out of their own in such a bigger way to more people. It's going to be just an extraordinary experience. I am so excited about it. I can't wait. I know. I know. All right. There's, you know, there's so many things here. Um, you know, we, we just kind of scrap, we, we d- kind of glazed over another giant thing, which we won't go into today, but we're going to link it up. But you do have this amazing TEDx talk that you gave last year. So we're going to, in the show notes, put together all the links, um, the links to Lynette's books, um, and especially the one that we're, we've talked a lot about today, Small Steps, Big Shifts. But she had one that came out before that, Small Steps, Big Impact. So we'll link up both of those. We'll send a link to her publishing company, Positivity Lady Press, and we'll also link up her TED Talk because you really should go listen to the TED Talk. It's really good. <laughs> really, really good. So that was just it was too much to Lynette to fill in one episode, but this was a great way to kind of just peel back the curtain today a little bit on the writing and publishing process and what one woman's journey was, right? Like it looks different for everyone, but at the mm. end of the day, you know, you weren't you weren't some big writer, you know, you weren't like, you know, like, and so you've done it. And so I think that's really empowering for other people to hear. And Mm -hmm. I just appreciate you sharing your story with us. Well, thanks for the opportunity to share it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being with us. Be sure to share this episode out. Uh, This is going to be a good one for all the women in your life to hear because who knows what sort of thing is hanging out on their vision board, right? Like hanging out and they're thinking, I don't know how in the heck I'm ever going to make that happen. And this could be a great story to share with them, to show them that, uh, that things, you know, when you set the intention, really beautiful things unfold, but it's just being aware of what your intentions are. Um, and also sharing the book, small steps, big shifts with Lynette Pottle. Um, would be so appreciated and um, hit us up on Instagram. If you'd like to chat about this episode, I am found at light beamers as well as at the inside story podcast. I'd love to hear from you. So shoot me a message, say hello, and we will see you next week right here on the inside story podcast. See you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.